ovathletics.com streamcast brought to you by Ohio Valley Nutrition, where we're just better. Uh, Zach, we have some uh, products here, you know, that, that Tom said he tried out. I really want to try out this uh, protein powder. It's the Cinnamon Cereal Crunch. Ooh, and Tom right, said it okay. tastes exactly like the milk from a certain cereal uh, that I don't know if we're a certain to say cereal from a ranked mills of some variety. Yes. Right? Not Colonel Mills. I think probably higher, <laughs> higher ranking. I, there, I right? think so. I, yeah. One of those. Um, <laughs> but we, we have some other things here with us, um, too, from Ohio Valley Nutrition. We'd like to thank them again. Um, for partnering with us. Oh, for being and, a gracious sponsor and yeah. a great partner to the website, the streamcast, and everything else. And even the High Valley. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. So, Zach, let's get started. We have uh, a lot of game recaps to go over. Um, you know, as as we, we bring this to you, we would like to bring you some more, just other than football, we have some volleyball, some cross country, uh, you know, some soccer. We have all kinds of stuff to bring to you. So, so let's get started. Absolutely. Uh, you know, looking on the volleyball on the West Virginia side, um, you know, Magnolia, Swept Valley, okay? So, yeah, they won 25-9, 25-11, and 25-6 in the opening round of the West Virginia Class A I sectional mean, ball And as we're going to say later on in some of the other recaps here, I mean, a lot of these games are going over three sets. or over three sets. So yeah. being able to sweep somebody, especially in the playoffs, just shows the real strength of the team in general and just what they were able to do. I mean, those those wins are pretty significant. I mean, at, by, that, by that ratio, I mean, it's – Pretty good stuff. I mean, if you're going to be yeah. sweeping by that margin in the playoffs, pretty successful. Yeah. The Blue Eagles were led by Shayla Holiday. She had uh, 18 points. She had 13 digs and a trio of aces. Uh, you know, hard to do. Oh, you know, yep. you, But if you get a good server in there, just like a pitcher in softball, you know, you, you always got a chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you get once you get one of, one of those sort of going and they get a little bit hot, it's really easy to keep that moving, especially um, three aces is nothing to sneeze at, especially no, in high school volleyball. No, not at all. Uh, Lauren Gazer added 10 points. She had seven kills and a pair of aces. And uh, Jenna Blaine, it looks like, charted nine points, a half a dozen kills and five digs. So some, some pretty impressive performances there uh, from the Magnolia Blue Eagles. Um, another uh, matchup here in the Class A sectional tournament, you had Tyler consolidated, and they topped Parkersburg Catholic. Um, you know, it, again, three sets, it looks like, 25-11, yep. 25-21, and 25-9 uh, Monday night. Yep, on Monday night. And then yeah. we have uh, Braden Wall recorded 13 kills, 10 points, 6 digs, and 5 aces, uh, with Katie Grimm adding 6 kills and a pair of blocks as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, great performances by those young ladies. Um, again, now let's get to some some Ohio volleyball. Ohio volleyball. We've talked about Union Local before. We've talked about you know their volleyball team. Uh, this is the District Two volleyball champions. Now they won the District Two championship. Okay, all right, cool. You know, now you're moving on the playoffs. Now listen to this, Zach. We talked about this earlier. So Union Local comes out. They win the first set, twenty five, twenty three. Close one. Close one. Close a nail biter. Second set. They lose twenty five to one. Whew. What happens in that? Is that you win twenty five twenty three and then you lose twenty five to one? What 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 could happen there? I mean, it just so probably, in my opinion, it looks like one of those sets where you sort of just narrowly win one. Probably some things went wrong, and then yeah. you just lost some of the wind in your sails in that second set. Somebody maybe got on a hot streak. Maybe a couple bounces go the wrong way, and you just sort of sort of catch yourself behind the uh, behind the scoreboard there a little bit. Yeah. So they come back in the third set and lose twenty six twenty four. So now you're down two sets to one. Riverview needs one set to be uh, all they district, need. district champions. Yep. Uh, Union Local really hadn't had their backs against the wall all season, you know, other than that OVAC uh, tournament. And then, their, their coach said that they were really impressed yeah. with the way that they were sort of resilient in that OVAC championship. Yeah. So the question was, could that continue yeah, could here? They, could they do it again? 
Um, and they did. They found a way to win. You know, they won the last two sets, 25-17, 15-13. Again, Union Local led by Tori Kildow. She had 48 kills. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, That's a lot. Definitely a lot. That's a lot. Especially when we just talked about some kills up ahead, you know, or in the single A in West Virginia, where we had people yeah. with you know seven kills. And so that's good. Forty eight is almost seven times that much. Yeah. Um, you know crap. they're going to move on to play Sheridan. Yep. Um, you, you know that I, I you know as as Coach uh, Kay Seeker said, I think they knew they could win. Uh, you know at the OVAC championship, we came back and won in five. We're not used to playing five sets, so mentally that the that helped us. That gave us the confidence to win. So yeah. I think, again, that OVAC championship, uh, go, having to go five sets, helped them out this time. Well, I think especially, I mean, we've seen it, unfortunately we've seen it in the you pack eight with, some of the, with the school that we teach at, yes. is that you see some of, those, some of those teams that you know didn't face adversity all season and they fall apart when it matters. And being, having their backs up against that wall a little bit in that OVAC tournament, I think really helped them here and sort of helped them have that little bit of adversity and that little bit of pressure. Uh, what's it you always say about pressure, Jeff? Hey, it either breaks glass or makes diamonds, one or the other. There it is. Yeah. That's what uh, we, that was what we say there. Yeah. yeah, so good luck to them. Good luck to Tyler and Magnolia as they move on in the, in the playoffs there. Uh, next, Zach, we're going to move on to a little cross-country, something that I, it doesn't look like either one of us do too no, much cross-country no, no, running. I, uh, there was there was one point where I had a coach tell me that the only thing it looked like I ran to was a buffet. Which, you know, <laughs> it, unfortunately, it, it's probably a little true. It may have been true, but uh, <laughs> th- this past weekend we had the uh, West Virginia State tournament uh, for cross country in Class Singway, Wheeling Central Junior. Uh, Aiden Scott won won his a uh, title. In, yeah, in I Singway. saw that um, when we looked at up the times and everything that he finished about thirty five seconds faster than his nearest competitor, which is pretty. Uh, pretty astonishing to me, especially when, you know, cross-country is one of those things. It's definitely that huge, long endurance run. Beating somebody by 35 seconds means you really had to kick it into gear to be yeah. able to make sure that you were having enough to finish there, especially And sometimes that'll affect your overall time, too. It'll drop your overall time because nobody's really pushing you. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, but congratulations uh, to, to Aiden on that championship. That's something special that, that oh, he'll fantastic. remember. fantastic, yeah. Um, and then his teammate, Patrick Childress, finished 21st in that Class A race as well, which, you know... I. Figured that there's a lot of people in the cross country pools. So I figured we'd include yeah. some. It's not cross country pools, kind of like the OHSAA playoffs. Everybody, I mean, every, everybody has a chance, yeah, right? So let's just include everybody. Yeah, so yeah. So let's put this some, is one of those we're not going to call that out. Yeah. So uh, Patrick Childress, twenty first. Uh, Magnolia was represented by Landon Davis yeah. with a seventh place finish. And then we had a duo from Tyler of Amos Kimball and Jaden Ebert, who are 16th and 17th in their respective categories. Uh, well. Great finish for those young men. Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, great it's great finish. great to feature, feature a couple of teams that we don't necessarily talk about all the time in the football world, yeah, having some definitely. success in cross-country. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now we'll move on to, to the double-A uh, cross-country, and we have uh, Oakland's uh, Hannah Kleiner mm-hmm. finished 8th in the division with a time of 20:43, and Weir's Naomi Young uh, was 23rd in a time of 22:18. Right, then we uh, flip back over to the boys' side. Um, Nick Gallo of Oak Glen, um, he finished with 17th, and Josh Duffy was 19th. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to those young men and ladies in Double yeah, A as well. Definitely a good showing uh, uh, for the Ohio Valley there uh, in cross country. Then next, uh, we get to Triple A. Triple A, yeah. Um, Wheeling Park, and we're not talking about football this week. We're talking about cross country in Wheeling Park. Uh, they put on an impressive show uh, en route to finishing third overall as a team. Pretty good with 77 points. Pretty solid, yeah. And I, what I think was really impressive is that they placed all five of their scores inside the top 25. 
But the shocking thing, Jeff, is that they were still 38 points behind University, who won the team title. Well, you may be surprised by this, Zach, but I, I do know a little bit about cross-country, thanks to Coach, Coach Zervis, keeps me updated on, on the cross-country stuff. And I know University is really good in cross-country. It's either them or Morgantown every year, and they're very good. 38 both, both points. Teams. I was just shocked by that margin. Yes. I mean, that's a, that's I mean, a that's, big margin. It's a tough sled for Wheeling Park. Definitely. But still a good showing. Hey, Absolutely. You know, third place overall. Yep. And then nothing to leading, the way, leading the way for our Patriot uh, cross-country team was sophomore Reddick Moore, who finished ninth. Um, and then, let's see here, we have uh, Jonah Nizami, who was 13, while Seth Frank was a spot behind him. Uh, just one spot behind him at 14th. And then 11 seconds later. Uh, yeah, 11 seconds later. Yep, uh, seconds in later. 17th place was Ben Ashmore. Yep. Uh, so Trent Thomas also finished 24th. So I think, there's your five I finishers. Think, yeah, I think, the big, I think the big thing, like, so five, those finishers all within the top 25 is pretty great. But, I mean, we see a pretty big spread there. We see yeah. we see a jump down, and, I mean, that's probably what hurt them overall in the rankings there. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely, Zach. Um, you know, moving on to, to, to football, um, we have Ohio playoffs started. We have West Virginia regular season wrapping up. Right. Um, Let's take a look at uh, some of our matchups here, uh, you know, and for, for some of some of our OVAC Yeah, so I thought teams. we'd include that, you know, of, of our OVAC classes in football, four of the five of those titles have been clinched already. Okay. Which, you know, with one week left to play in West Virginia, I mean, that's still pretty um, pretty impressive that that's happened. In 5A, Parkersburg South with their victory over Wheeling Park, Park excuse me, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. They've secured yeah. the 5A title. Yeah, 4A. Goes to Edison. You know, their undefeated season ended this past weekend. Um, they ran into a buzzsaw with Youngstown Mooney. Um, you know, but a, a great season for them. Undefeated and 4A champions in, o, o, in oh, the OVAC. Great, so they get a championship. Out. Yeah, they get a championship. Yeah. And then we're going to skip 3A for a second. Uh, in 2A, Wheeling Central. 8-1 uh, and one regular season. They don't have a game this week. Yeah. Uh, so they're wrapping up the season with nine games. Okay. And then in single A, uh, we always give our shout-out to Coach Myers. Uh, yeah. The coach is up at Cameron. Cameron repeats. Uh, as single A champion, yeah. as they travel to Pendleton and try to complete their second straight undefeated regular season. Yeah. So they've already got two single A OVAC titles. So congratulations to the Dragons. I know they were so hospitable to you and Tom oh, when you guys went. They out were there. a great place to go, and um, it looks like if they keep winning, you're going to be able to go out there and see a playoff game. And I, th- and I think Pendleton, uh, I think Pendleton will give them a decent game this week, but I feel like Cameron will pull ahead there. Yeah. Um, and then Triple A is the only one that's up for grabs in the OVAC okay. with Lindsley, um, who. Needs to win to win it. Okay. So they play nine and one Morgantown. Man. And if they win, it's theirs. Okay. But if they lose against Morgantown, they need JM to beat Park. Okay. So they could claim the AAA, uh, AAA OVAC title there. So they need, they definitely just need to take care of their own business in Morgantown. Don't yeah. let their uh, destiny fall on any other teams because I feel like if they don't get that win in Morgantown, I don't want to take too many digs at John Marshall because, you know, yeah. love the school, but... That's a tough that's, sled that, for. Uh, that's a tough road. That's to a tough hoe. sled. Otherwise, yes. uh, Barnesville would tie with Lindsley, so okay. it would be a shared title. It would be a shared title. Yep. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll talk about Barnesville uh, a little later in the show. Yeah, so it brings us to our uh, first actual game recap since we've sort of thrown out a little bit of yeah. the OVAC classes. There. Yeah, uh, St. Clairsville at home beat Morgan forty to twenty. Again, in the playoffs, Zach, you have to run the football. That, that that's the idea. St. Clairsville used the ground game, two hundred and six yards and five touchdowns on the ground. Jacob Walker got to see him in person a couple times this year. Led the team one hundred twenty three yards and three touchdowns. So if you're going to win in the playoffs, you got to be able to run the that's, football. That's and I don't care. You can throw it. it. You can throw yep. it all game. 
Nope. But when it gets to that fourth quarter and you have to burn some clock, when you have a lead and have to burn, you have to be able to run the football. Have to be able to run the clock. Yep. 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 Now, St. Clairsville moves on to the regional quarterfinal. They're going to be at home again. And we'll talk about that matchup a little later. But uh, two home games in the playoffs, where else would you rather be? It's fantastic. I mean, and especially having two local teams have that privilege, at least with St. Clairsville and Steubenville as well. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yep. Next, moving on to a place that's near and dear to Tom and I, you know, back to back weeks out there in Barnesville. I can't say enough about the the, the hospital the hospitality sorry of of the people of Barnesville Barnesville uh, again running game in the playoffs Barnesville two hundred ten yards led by their quarterback actually C J Hannas oh wow that's impressive yeah. one hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown to go along with one hundred seventy six pass yards and a touchdown okay their star of the the team Taysen star I'm so proud of you. Uh, Added 91 yards and a touchdown. Yep, very Um, proud of you. And we've seen this, Tom and I have seen this run game, and and they do a great job. Uh, C.J. Hannes can can actually sling it too a little bit, as you can see, with 176 pass yards. Uh, And they're moving on as well. I know know you and I talk about it a lot, but when you see the run game excelling that much, it means the blockers are getting up ahead and getting to that second level and working ahead in that offense as well. So huge shout-out to the offensive linemen there because those sort of running numbers don't happen unless those guys are getting to their landmarks and are moving the ball there. Um, something that you know I personally love to see, yeah. especially when I watched some of the film of that game. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. And Barnesville scored late, less than ten seconds to go. Hannah scored a touchdown and put it put it in the end zone and put it away for Barnesville. Got a total, winning touchdown. That's a dagger. Yes, that's a dagger. yes, it is. Uh, the next game, Parkersburg Parkersburg South over Wheeling Park, thirty two twenty seven. A game that Tom and I attended. Uh, you can check out ovathletics.com for more information on this game, um, but. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to, to their principal, uh, Betsy Patterson. Uh, hey, you know, we, we went down to Parkersburg South. We were looking for a couple people, looking for some access, media access. She took the time to talk, talk to us at halftime for, you know, it seemed like 10 minutes or so. Um, and then she brought over their athletic director, Jenny Knoll, introduced themselves. Uh, great people found out that uh, Ms. Patterson actually did her student teaching at John Marshall High School and was asking us about some, oh, world. That's some awesome. teachers That's and everything. Awesome. Yeah. But just again, thank you so much um, for the hosp- hospitality down there in Parkersburg. Yep. Um, now, big, I mean, big win for Parkersburg definitely, South. Definitely, definitely. Huge win for Parkersburg South. A little bit of a dagger for Wheeling Park. I know all of us, I think, picked Wheeling Park in our Pick'em segment last week, so I'm sure that definitely helped our record. Yeah. Um, but I saw this really awesome quote that was talking to um, the head coach of Parkersburg South, and he talked about that this was the first group that he's had for all four years, which okay. is just special. Yeah. And just anybody that has you know lived in the world knows what the difficulty of the last four, three or four years has been you know, in the world in general, let alone as a coach. Um, so it was really awesome with him talking about, you know, they've been through an 11-2 season. They went 1-7 and seven the year they had COVID, working out under the bleachers, having to separate as they work out and try to build that team camaraderie. Yeah. To then being able to come and win, win against Wheeling Park. I mean, he straight up said it to his teammates. You know, this is the moment that you live for and that all you've done in the, in the off season and all the work together, this is the moment that you guys have. This win, this push. Yeah. I mean, just really, really cool for Parkersburg South. I mean, to have a one and seven season and you know overcome all the COVID stuff and have a chance to be sitting where they're sitting in the WVSSAC rankings right now is really impressive. No, you took care of the football, Zach. Let's take care of some other stuff down there at Parkersburg. What an atmosphere! Okay, first, Tom and I have been to some places. Great stadiums, great people, great football. They like parking a little bit. Uh, okay. South has all the parking you'd ever need right next to the stadium. Okay. All okay. Right. So okay. So that gets a check mark. 
great stadium. If you've never been there, go check out their stadium. It's laid out great. It's it's open. It's just it's hard to describe lighting and everything. Just you feel high school football in the right. stadium. Now I'm going to hit your heart a little bit, Zach. Okay. All right. All right. They had a Chick Fil A stand. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So all right. so you didn't want Chick Fil A that right. day. How about walking down the the sideline a little bit and going to an Outback Steakhouse stand? You shut your mouth. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. They had like steak on a stick. I don't oh know where God. this is coming from. So you're telling me I could be watching football in Parkersburg South and maybe get a blooming onion going on? I don't know. I don't even look at the menu. I was so shocked <laughs> to see Chick Fil A and uh, out back there that I couldn't That's get fantastic. my eyes off of it. But blooming onion's probably a bit too much carbs for you and Tom. But uh, I would have been chomping at the bit. I've had a blooming onion. onion with a no carbs. Now Tom and I <laughs> we did. Tom Tom and I got to stop at a place uh, that I'd been to before once. It was uh, Wings Etc. Oh. And if you ever get a chance to go to Wings Etc. You have to go. Tom's not a, a this is a best ever guy. Ooh. But he told me they were the best ever. Ooh. I got to believe him. Okay. Yeah. I got to believe that's, him. That's, yeah. that's a hot take there. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's very so if hot you're ever, take. it was in Marietta. If you're ever in that area, stop at Wings, et cetera, if you want some good wings. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Staying on the Ohio side, Zach, the River Pilots, who again, I've, I've got to see play this year, they move on with a 49 to 6 victory over Miller. Now, I, I made notes here. Miller came in at 3 and 8. Yep. And they, they get beat forty nine yep. to yep. six. It's 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 one of those things that we talked about, you know, all season <laughs> long. Is that a playoff team with, with with that field? I mean, it's one of those things that you would li- you like to have those you like to have those teams to have that chance. You do, but that's one of those ones where I've been eye rolling my rolling my eyes all year. Yeah. I mean, three and eight's tough, and we know that River, you know, <laughs> literally has been rolling all season. Yes. So when you see them go up against the, you three might and eight say team, they're I mean, rolling on the river. Oh, you could say they're rolling on the river, okay. but. We don't want to, you know, quote that too much. We don't need copyright claims coming against us here. <laughs> but uh, those sort of teams are the sort of teams that you expect a team like River to take care of. Yes. Once you've built your expectations to a certain level, you expect teams to handle their business against those. Uh, they say it all the time. There's certain games that you're just expected to win. And when you see a team with River's rec- River's record go up against a team with a record like three and eight. Yeah. You're expected to win those. It's great yeah. for River. Like yeah. congratulations on the win, River. Uh, that's awesome. Great win. Moving but that's on. one of those that. If they didn't win, we'd be sitting here start scratching our heads. Yeah. So, good job. Continue no. to carry your business, and good luck this week. Now, Isley's have been through River, I think, forever. Yeah. Listen yep. to this one. Four touchdown passes. That's pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Four touchdown passes. In the great first quarter. Line. In the first quarter. In the first quarter. First quarter. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So, so Ooh. don't mind throwing up. Ooh. And then guess what they switched to? The ground game. Ground game. You're in the there playoffs. We go. There we go. go back to the ground. You know, you, you air it out there in the first quarter, score some points, and then switch to the ground well, I mean, game. And it also shows a little bit of hat tip to their coaching staff. They're not going to run that score up. When you go to run the game, you try to control the clock. You try yeah. to burn a little bit of clock. If one of your guys breaks one, I mean. Yeah, hey, so be it. So be it. Yeah. But it's one of those things you try to control the clock. You're not passing still. I mean, we throw for four touchdowns in the first quarter. Yeah. You could you could continue running that up. I mean, that's. Yeah. If they're, they were throwing the ball that well, that score could have been 100 plus. It could yeah. like a oh, basketball yeah. score. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, they get a home game next week. So if you're Fantastic. not doing anything, if you want to go see good football, go to Hannibal and watch River play another playoff game at home. Uh, yeah. Here's another one. This was the Saturday afternoon game, Zach. We had. We hyped that one up a little bit. We, we, we told, did. Yeah, we told them to go t- take a look at this game. Uh, yeah. Bel Air 54 to 27 over Galleon Northmore. Yeah. Bel Air had a huge offensive game um, 24 first downs, five different players scored a touchdown. And a pick six by one of their defensive backs. Now, that's all fine and dandy. What I thought the real storyline here was with this game was how chippy it was. Okay. Um, seven 15-yard penalties, most of which were personal foul, 
and or unsportsmanlike conduct. I know you. I've coached with you for a few years. Yeah. I know Tom's coached with you for a little bit. I don't think any of us would have ever tolerated a team ha- or any of our teams having that many unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, let alone in a playoff yeah, game. Yeah, I think we would have left. I think we may have. I think I we may have. We're, and then we're leaving. at the end of the game, Coach Boner made the decision to have his team leave the field immediately, um, which some people have chagrined him on the media. And I just thought this statement was kind of, I don't know, inflammatory is the right word, but saying that okay. he thought that they were the most classless team that he had ever seen. What do you think about that, think Jeff? Coach Boner's been doing it for a long time. And, you know, I know his reputation as a coach and as a person. And he's not taking those kids off the field without shaking hands unless it was something egregious. I can tell you that. Exactly. So he, he was saying that he thought that the, at the end of the game that the players were just trying to start fights. I mean, we don't want to editorialize here. We weren't at the yeah. game. So I can't say for 100% certainty. But if coach makes that decision to get those players off that, team, or off that field because he thinks that something's going to happen. I mean, we saw what happened in college football last week yeah. with the Michigan State-Michigan yeah. sort of altercation that took place up in uh, – up in Ann Arbor. We don't want anything like that happening here locally. But and, So I think that's probably a good call. And Zach, for, for Coach Boner, what are you supposed to do with your players? Do the best to keep them safe. Absolutely. And I think that's what Coach Boner was doing. I think he made a great decision. Yep. Uh, and if he made that decision, I, I, I feel it was the right decision. Yep. I trust it. I trust him. Man. Just, just to summarize up, Galley Northmore was penalized 12 times for 148 yards in the game. That's a lot of penalties, and that's a lot that's of a yards. Lot. That's a lot of yard. That's a lot more yardage than I've seen some teams get on offense sometimes. Yeah. Too, so that's pretty staggering. Yeah. Um, so that br- sort of wraps up our football whip yeah. this week. So that brings us then into Region One boys soccer. Oh, some soccer. You know, close to Tom's heart, being a former soccer player himself and a soccer Absolutely. coach. Um, you know, we're in the, the the state playoffs for West Virginia. Uh, Wheeling Park gets a big win over University, uh, and I know both teams have have good programs. Yeah. And to win for Wheeling Park to win six nothing, that's that's a big win for them. Yep. Yeah, um, uh, they move on to the state tournament uh, that's going to play take place in a little over a week. Um, they were led by Trey McLeod. He had two goals and assisted on three other goals. I was super pumped to see Trey have some success. Um, I student taught under his mother at Bridge Street back in okay. the day. Raquel, she works for the central office in Ohio County. Yeah. So hat tip to Raquel. Um, awesome seeing Trey get that sort of... Um, that sort of game together. He's always been a heck of an athlete. I mean, yeah. he's, he's been playing soccer for a long time, running around. So that's pretty awesome to see those goals. Yeah. Um, you know, the just a little side note here. The university goalkeeper, Connor Montgomery, is the grandson of former John Marshall baseball coach and legendary coach, Coach Bob Montgomery. Oh, small world. So, yeah, it is nice a little connection. Yeah, there. nice little connection. Yeah. Championships are going to be November 4th and 5th this weekend. Um, you know, my birthday weekend, Zach. I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to squeeze that in there, but <laughs> November 4th is my birthday. If anybody. You turn you know, 30 again this year, Jeff? 30 again? I, I, it'd be 30 for the first time this year, Zach. <laughs> um, if anybody feels free, they can send me a gift or just a happy birthday, a well wish. I'll take Absolutely. anything. Yeah. Um, I think that's half of what Facebook's for nowadays, uh, saying happy birthday. I think. Hopefully, I don't miss the thank you on there to say, you know, thanks for all the happy birthday wishes. <laughs> uh, you know, on the girls' side, Oak Glen has gone to the state tournament as well. Undefeated, okay. A couple ties on the record. Going to the state tournament. Uh, you know, if you go to ovathletics.com, you can check out a great article that's on there about the Oakland girls and their their uh, traveling and their uh, record. They're being undefeated and their quest to win a state title. Oh, that's awesome. I think I think you and Tom did a great job whipping up a great article on the Oakland uh, Oakland girls. So be sure to go check out that article on ovathletics.com. You guys whipped up a great article. Our friends at Ohio Valley Nutrition whip up great products, and they're more than willing to help whip you up 
some uh, some great products and help you with your nutrition, daily vitamin needs, or anything else that you guys may need. So be yeah. sure to check out Ovia or OV stop, Nutrition. Stop by. They have stores in both St. Clairsville and Steubenville now, yeah. Zach. Um, check them out online. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to try some of this out. Tom offered you know, for me to try out some of the cinnamon cereal crunch, so I'm going to have to try some out um, and see what it's like, and I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you next week what I think. Awesome. So that's yeah. going to wrap up our first segment. We'll see you guys back here in a little bit. OVAthletics.com back with you, uh, bringing you now your OHSAA playoff rundown for our local teams and also your WVSSAC rankings with one week left in the regular season, Zach, in West Virginia. Uh, these teams trying to vie for some playoff points and trying to get into the playoffs or improve the ranking, trying to get that first round home game. Right. Um, so I think we'll just go ahead and jump into our OHSAA playoff matchups this week. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple teams that succeeded and sort of moved on in their playoff journey and their uh, adventure towards a state title. Yeah. So we come into our Ohio playoff matchups in Division Four, Region 15. Yeah. We have St. Clairsville with a tough sledding against Columbus Bishop Ready. Yeah. Colum- St. Clairsville is coming in. They're going to get a home game. They're number one in the region. But this Columbus Bishop Ready team is going to be ready, Zach. Um, pun intended. Pun intended and unintended, I guess. But, um, you know, I, I, they're always in the playoffs. You always see Columbus Bishop ready. If you're looking in this grouping, in the, this division, they're always there. Um, you know, they're going to be a tough out for, for St. Clairsville this week. Uh, they come in at 7-3. and three. Uh, They scored 401 points this year. Whew. So, you know, 40 points a game, only giving up 154. So offense looks like it's rolling a little bit. And defense, defense looks, looks like, like it's, it's locked down. I was looking at some... Rudimentary statistics today because I had some free time. Bishop Reddy won a game this year, seventy to six. Jeff, that's a lot of points to score. I don't care who you're to playing. Six. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you're playing. Seventy yeah. points is a lot. Yeah. So tough slate for a student or not for Steubenville for St. Clairsville this week. Hopefully, St. C can get a win at yeah. home. It would be fantastic. Uh, but <coughs> I think it's going to be a tough sled. Those Columbus schools are tough, and they sort of cannibalize off of each other yeah. a little bit. And, you know, hey, that travel for, for Columbus, Bishop Reddy, you know, it, going on the road, uh, home confines for St. Clairsville, maybe give them a little bit of edge there, I mean, too. It's, it's one of those things, like, we talk about it a lot when in West Virginia playoffs where you see teams travel long distance. If you're a team that's located up here in the northern panhandle traveling to some of those southern some of those southern areas i know when i coached at bishop we used to have to travel like three and a half hours i mean st st Clair's from st Clairsville from columbus that's an easy drive it's like an hour 45 minutes in a straight line i mean yeah. so while it's well it's a lot to travel when you're used to traveling a little bit i, I don't think it'll be too big a hedge hedge for bishop ready unfortunately like i said i'd like to see st Clairsville pull off the one but i think yeah. they got a tough sled yeah um we'll talk about them a little bit more in our pick'em segment okay. but uh, next, we come to number two, Steubenville, has uh, Bishop Hartley at home. Bishop- yeah, Bishop Hartley comes in at five and six. You know, and now their point differential, you know, between the two, only eighty some points difference between points. A little tighter, and so they probably played a lot of tougher games. Yeah, a lot of tougher games. You know, they're under five hundred. Steubenville is always playoff ready. Always. I don't care always. where they're ranked, what their record is, if they're in the playoffs. They have a chance to win. I mean, Steubenville, Coach Reno is going to have those kids playoff ready in June. Yeah, I mean, they've they've been doing a little bit of off season training, and I'm sure they're pretty much ready for a playoff game at that point. I feel like they kind of come out of the womb and have the playbook ready to go. So those kids are playoff ready. I'm sure Steubenville is going to show up, have that raucous home environment, and see how, see what can happen there. And Bishop Hartley has to travel to Harding Stadium. Yep, yep. tough tough to play there, yep. uh, especially if you've never played there before. 
Those bleachers, those fans are right on your back. Right there. Uh, right I, there. I don't know if Bishop Hartley's going to be up for that task. Listen, I traveled there when I was with Bishop Donahue when we played Steubenville Central, and right right behind you the fans are. Yeah. Your your fans literally right behind you. It's a little bit more tight confines than you're used to having. I know we had players stashing stuff under the bleachers and things up there. Yeah. So that was kind of wild. Kind of an odd environment, especially when you're used to probably a little bit bigger stadiums out in Columbus area. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you have Cambridge. The Bobcats are going on the road. They're going to play Columbus East, another one of these Columbus teams. Columbus East comes in at 9-1. and one. You know They've scored 361 points this year. They've only given up 119, Zach. That's a big point differential, Jeff. That's a big point differential. I think Cambridge is going to have a tough sledding a little bit this week. I think, Unfortunately, I think Cambridge is going to have a little bit of a uh, sad ride home, unfortunately, when you look at that. I mean, that, that's a team that's kind of rolling. Again, would love our Valley team to come out ahead, but I think it's going to be a tough sled. But something you maybe be able to build a little bit on your program, made it to the second round of the playoffs in Ohio. Oh, absolutely. You know, something, something well, to get those young region, kids out Especially very competitive. That region's very competitive. That region and that division's very competitive. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, we move on from Division 4, Zach, to Division 5, Region 19, where you have the Barnesville Shamrocks hosting another game over there in Barnesville. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know they're going to be rocking over there. They're welcoming Wheelers, Wheelersburg, who this is a team, not that I know a lot about Wheelersburg, but I can tell you that I, I've seen Wheelersburg in the playoffs many times in football. Um, they've got quite the program. They come in at 8-3, and three, so great record. Uh, you know, Now you're getting to that point. You're knocking those lower seeds out. You're getting some good teams. You're not going to yep. find many bad teams in the second, third yeah, round. There's, there's not a whole lot of, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, fat left on that cut of meat at that yeah. point. You, you sort of trim the fat off, and you, what you got left is lean and mean. Barnesville would be great. For them to go on a run, I, th- I think they still have it. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Barnesville is going to yeah. win that one sort of by the skin of their teeth there a little bit. Yeah, and again, it's at home for Barnesville. You know, home confi- confines over there for, for Barnesville. Fantastic. Just a great place to play. And it's always easier when you don't have to travel. Yeah, definitely. Always is. Definitely. Yep. Next, we're going to come to uh, the uh, Division uh, 6, Region 23. Uh, we have Fort Fry uh, and Shenandoah. Um, so, you know, as I, I've said before, I've seen Fort Fry play. That triple option is nasty, Zach. It is nasty. And it's it's fun to watch, but at the same time, you miss a lot because you're looking and you're like, oh, I missed the kid running 70 yards down the field for, because you can't find the ball. I mean, here's the thing. Every single time we've talked about Fort Bryant, we talk about the triple option. It seems like Tom gives us this look like, oh, there they go talking about the triple option again. Uh, it's because it's that good. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to coach. And it's hard to coach against. And that's why you're going to see Fort Fry be successful. Yeah. I think Fort Fry probably will end up winning this one. But Shenandoah is a tough football team. Too. They are. They are. Again, we got I got to see Shenandoah play this year uh, when they were at Barnesville. I think it's going to be a little tough sledding for them. But again, second round of playoffs, something to hold your hat on and build yep. a little program builder for you. Yeah. Next, Zach, Division 6, Region 23, Belair. Belair's hosting again, right? They are hosting again at the three seed. Hey, Get your spaghetti at the Roosevelt. It's time, and then go get some. Go, go, go catch a football game. It's another Saturday Saturday afternoon, right? Yeah, another oh, Saturday fantastic. afternoon. Fantastic. Uh, when I did look it up, it said seven p.m. on Friday, but they cannot play at Belair on seven p.m. Friday. No lights over there, Zach. Yeah, not unless they're trucking in some lights. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, they they welcome Worthington Christian in uh, again. A team four hundred and eighty-seven points scored. That's a lot of points, Jeff. That's, that's a lot of that's points. That's a lot of and points. And when you look across against points against, they've got 184 points against them. So, honestly, they kind of look similar of a mold yeah. to Bel Air, where they have that offense that can fly around, and they have that defense that can stop some teams from scoring. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be kind of uh, kind of a tit-for-tat type battle there. I mean, they, they seem like they're cut from the same cloth. I think it'll be a great game over in Bel Air. Yeah, definitely one to go check out. For definitely. sure. Definitely. Then, then we pilot our way 
to Division 7, Region 27. Pilot our way, Zach. Pilot our way. I see the River Pilots come in, that two oh, seed again. That's a coincidence that I didn't see coming. It is. that Coming in at that two seed, Zach. So what does that mean? Another home game. Another home game. Hey, go to Hannibal and check out a game at River. Oh, yeah. Great place yep. to be. Uh, they welcome Lancaster, Fairfield Christian. They come in just over 500 at 6-5. and five. Again, they're scoring some points. Zach, they're scoring some points, but they're also giving up a lot of points. And River, River four, can t- put them up. four touchdown passes in that first quarter. You don't think that they're looking at that defense saying, I think we can put some points on the board. Well, I mean, I know they're going to be looking at that game film, too, and looking for those weaknesses they can exploit. River's got a really dynamic offense. They've got people where they can sort of score from any position on the field. They've got some great receivers. They've got some great backs. And their line, oh, their line. I'm a big fan of River's line. Yeah. Um, and that's really what we've talked about a lot. Run game in the playoffs. That line's going to really set, be able to push that forward and really excel that run game probably up to the next level against this team. I think they see that, and they think they can run and pass pretty successfully on that. Yeah, and again, you know, we talk about a lot of teams now. The second round of playoffs, we've got a lot of local teams left. And uh, Caldwell, the Redskins are coming in. Uh, again, another home game for Caldwell. They're going to get Portsmouth. Sayotaville is, is coming in, Zach. And, uh, you know, Caldwell ha- has their program run, up and running. And again... Run game is going to win some football games in the playoffs. Right. That's I mean, what Caldwell is going to hang I mean, his hat on. I looked a little bit to try and see if I could find anything about this matchup. Sayotaville, if anybody out on our forums knows anything about Sayotaville, please let us know because I did a little bit of researching. Now, I don't want to act like I dug deep, yeah. but I had a really hard time finding anything out about Portsmouth, Sayotaville. Apparently, there's like three or four teams in Sayotaville. Who knew? I didn't even know where Sayotaville was until I started looking that up today. Um, but Caldwell's been a tough team, and they've been a tough team all year. When in doubt, I'm going to say that our Valley team is going to pull through and they're I, going to roll a little bit. I tell you what, Zach, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, when I looked at Caldwell and the, the Redskins and the way they've played this year, I don't need to see the other team. I think Caldwell is going to get a win there and move on. It would be great for Caldwell to see yeah, that happen. I mean, three definitely. and six seed, there's not a huge, whole lot of playoff points separating those two teams. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if they're sort of cut a little similarly there. Um, but we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, and that wraps it up, Zach, for our Ohio uh, H- or HSSA playoff rankings I mean, and rundown. I think it's fantastic that we still had that many teams to talk about in the playoffs yeah. this year. I mean, fantastic. Um, then we jump across to West Virginia, who are looking to finish out their regular season, sort of jockeying for some playoff position. Yeah. How about taking a look at this, Zach? Parkersburg South, with that big win against Wheeling Park. Huge win. Moves up. They're number one. By themselves at the top of the, the WVSSAC rankings. The only team with an even amount of playoff points. Okay, so the only team with an even amount of playing points and Zach playoff points and well, Zach. Well, I noticed even, you know even, that. He, even here in terms of ranking and their points, which is pretty significant. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, so again, thanks for everybody at Parkersburg South. Uh, good luck to you. Um, you know, get a win this week and. Stay atop of the rankings there in the WVSSAC. Yeah, I mean, great, great win for Parkersburg South. I mean, it's a signature win for them. Um, Wheeling Park had you know knocked, knocked Musselman down a little bit. Um, so I mean, huge, huge win for them this week at number one. Um, we then sort of slide down. We sort of shimmy down our playoff rankings here till we get to the ten seed where we have a tie for tenth in our okay. WVSSAC rankings between Morgantown and Wheeling Park. Okay, so Morgantown Wheeling Park tied at tenth. Both have you know. Big games. They can gain some playoff big, big points games. this week. I know Wheeling Park has John Marshall, who has uh, you know four wins on the season, and Wheeling Park can gain some playoff points, Zach. And then Morgantown has our darling of the Streamcast so far. They have Lindsley. 
come into play them. That's a tough game. It's a tough game. Like if I'm if I'm in those two positions, if I'm looking at Morgantown's position and Park's position, I think I'd kind of rather be in Park's position, having a JM team that has sort of struggled to find their identity, if has a little bit they of injuries this injuries, season. Yeah. Um, whereas a Lindsley team that has been rolling. Just rolling and have played some really tough teams and come out on top this season. And not only is Lindsay rolling, Zach, remember what you said earlier uh, in the streamcast. If they win, they win an OVAC championship. That's the championship they can win. That's it. You know, they're not eligible for the SSAC playoffs. That's huge for them. So it's huge for them. Morgantown's trying to get, you know, a bump in the playoff rankings. If they can beat Lindsley, maybe jump up a couple spots, possibly. I mean, right now with Morgantown, I don't want to say they have nothing to play for, but I have a hard time seeing them working their way into that top half where they're going okay. to be able to host that home playoff game. Yeah. So they have something to play for because you're still going to jockey that if they manage to beat Lindsley. Yeah. Maybe they get enough bonus points from Lindsley's wins. I mean, Lindsley's what, nine and they're eight and not, one. Eight and one. About the, you know. Eight and one. So I mean eight wins is pretty significant. You could probably get some playoff points there as well. Yeah. Um so that would be a huge win for Morgantown, but I think Wheeling Park probably with those two tied is probably has the better chance of winning. Yeah. And then we slide down to University at 15. Um, University goes and plays Spring Mill this week. Spring Mills this okay. week. Uh, Spring Mills was 4-5, and five, and they went 1-4 and four in conference play this yeah. season. So University has a pretty decent shot. We like, like to show out, throw out to those Morgantown teams with Morgantown and University. Yeah. Um, both being members of the OVAC, we figured it would be yeah. a worthwhile mention here at 15. And, and they definitely have a little bit of a lead there, too, at 15, Zach. Yep. Uh, so a couple points in the playoff rankings are a lot at this yeah, point I mean, in the season. Yeah, they have 69 playoff points. The next closest team is Hedgesville with 45. So, I mean, that's a pretty significant lead to here in the, definitely. In the last definitely. week of the Not season. that they're not going to be playing hard, Zach. The right. University will be playing hard this weekend. Get another win. Maybe bolster their playoff rankings a little bit. It'll be fantastic. And then we yeah. bring ourselves to Double A. It seems like there's only been one team we've really been talking about in Double A this year in the WBS. Yeah. We, we, we don't have a lot of Double A teams, Zach, in, in our area. No, outside, we really outside don't. Outside of Weir and Oak Glen. It seems like in our area, we either have our single-A teams that are just a little bit smaller, or we have those larger teams that are in that triple-A gamut. Um, we come to Weir High School. Weir High School sits at 7-3. and three. They're ranked 15th in the playoff rankings. Okay. Um, played Brook High School recently. Was that last week or the that was, week before? That was last week. That last was week, last big, week. Big win for Weir. Yeah, big win for Weir. 14-7 over the Brook Bruins. So a lot of lot, some playoff points there. Triple-A yeah. team with, with some wins. Uh, so that kind of bolstered them a little bit in the playoff rankings. I, ha- I have a hard time seeing them again moving up just a little bit. I mean, they're, not that many points separate them from the next few. Um, yeah, I think I think it, with it's a, hard to see. It's hard hard to see them moving a whole lot up. With the that win, double A team's really sat or that double A field's really saturated and has some tough teams yeah. in front of them. With, with the win, maybe be able to bump up 14, 13 possible. Maybe. Yeah, I don't really see them hosting a home playoff game. No, I don't think they could host. If they could, if they could jump into that. 10 to 12 range. Yeah. I think that's where they could be feisty and maybe go on a little bit of a run there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about moving on to single way, Zach? Um, you know, number one, you know, Williamstown. And I said it before, you know, I, I thought, you know, them and Central are on, on a collision course, I think, for the island. Um, you know, there's some other teams that might have something to say about it. But when Williamstown played Fort Fry close, I'm like, this is a pretty tough football team. Right. Uh, and they sit atop the rankings there, uh, you know, at 8-1. Uh, you know, that lost it to, to, to Fort Fry. Um, number three. Number three. Are Cameron Dragons the from Dragons, Marshall County. The Cameron Dragons. Hey, get a win this week, and you're in. You get a home playoff game. And if you stay in that top four, you might get a couple playoff home Yeah, home I mean, it would be, yeah, be, nice, be nice to see for Cameron. Uh, again, Cameron's home field advantage, I always say, is one of the best because you got to drive there. Yeah. I mean, that's always a huge advantage for them. Um, Cameron already has won there. 
class in the OVAC. Yeah. So right now they're traveling. Like I said they're traveling to Pendleton County. They're trying to get that ten and zero season, be that second one um, in two years, and I think third one in the last five or so years. Yeah. I think they had another ten and zero season a few years they, back. They did. Um, but if you look around them, I think they have something to play for. You know, they've already won that Class A OVAC championship. But let's look at some of the rankings. You have James Monroe's nine and zero. Yep. Tucker County's nine and zero. Wahama's nine and zero. Vans nine and zero. Yep. So if if you take a loss right now in the season, I you might fall right around that seven eight spot. Um, you know, with a couple of these other these teams, if they can stay undefeated and, and yeah, get I don't, some points, I don't, I don't know can... their schedules, but if if they would, I, I think they could drop a little bit. I think if they did, they would they would fall a little bit. So if you look at the playoff points that they have, you know, Cameron's sitting there at fifty seven playoff points. Yeah. So is Muhammad. So is Van. And if you look, Petersburg has fifty one playoff points. Yeah. And they're all the way down to the 12 seed. So, I mean, it's it's not realistic, unrealistic that if they were to drop this week against Pendleton County, they could kind of fall over. I don't see them dropping yeah. it to Pendleton County. Yeah. That's a tough team they've got out in Cameron. Yeah. Um, so, definitely something to play for. Absolutely you know, something to play for. It's not like you can't for. get yeah, the kids up for that you, game. Yeah, if you drop this one, I mean, there's a fall that could happen in those standings. And I'd hate to see Cameron lose a chance to host one playoff game, maybe even two out there. Yeah. Let's take a look next. Wheeling Central. They had that loss last week to Beaver Local. Hurt them a little bit in the, in the playoff standings. They dropped to six. Uh, you know, they're eight and one. Uh, they don't have a game this week. Right. That's they're where, idle. you know, and it's not like, it's not without effort that they try, don't, they try to schedule games. Just tough sometimes for, for them to find games, Zach. Oh, it, um, it, it hurts you know, me. One of my favorite things when I was a student at Lindsley was they always used to end the year with Lindsley and Central. And I, I sort of miss that rivalry. Yeah. I'm not sure how that game would have gone for either party this year, but. It kind of stinks that, that that game isn't the rat last one. I mean, I know when I was at Lindsley, that was always like a huge, almost like our playoff game. Yeah. That was a huge rivalry game. It would have been, it would be nice to see Central sort of call around and try and see if they could get one of those classic rivalry games back in to yeah. sort of fill that final and, spot. And if you look season. at kind of the schedules, if you look at Lindsley's scheduling, they're scheduling up a little bit. Morgantown, right. Steubenville, Dover. Big programs. Bigger John programs. John Marshall. You know, Wheeling Central's got a great football program, but, you know, their numbers Aren't right. there? You know, I know they have forty some players on the team this year on the varsity squad, but you know it looks like they're trying to schedule maybe uh, you know a little lower right on the teams, not jumping up and playing the Morgan Towns, of yeah. course, out of their class. Um, but hopefully a rivalry that I may mean, come back. Yeah, at some it, would point. Be, it would be nice to see that rivalry coming. Not even that rivalry, but yeah. just maybe try to find one of those teams that as a local team that maybe you could play, so you don't have to travel as yeah. far. And I know, um, and I know they do, Zach. They, I know one of the things you're probably going to have to do when it comes to that schedule or that trouble scheduling that we see. A lot of athletic directors sometimes you do have to play up a little bit to get yeah, a game. You do, and I mean, if you're getting that where you're only getting a nine game season, but you're still a six seed. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're not calling too hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. Um, you know, pick, picking up a game. Uh, I can't see it hurting them, hurting them that much, not not playing that that tenth game, right. whether win or loss. They're pretty solidified there at their six. Right. Uh, and then we come fall a little bit down the playoff rankings yeah. a little bit. The CBs. Clay Patel is sitting right outside of that striking range at 17. Um, they're just outside the playoff rankings. Um, they traveled 100 uh, this week, where okay. they have that chance to maybe get a Playing win. The Hornets this week. In. They go to 100. 100's three and five. Um, and they have a chance to sort of jump up because if you look at who's in front of them, Tug Valley is sitting there right in front of them at 16. Tug Valley goes to Van, okay. who's the seventh seed. And they're undefeated. And they're undefeated. So Van has that undefeated season to sort of hang their hat on. Yeah. So if Tug Valley loses, they're going to lose a little bit of that playoff point, and maybe Clay Battelle can sneak in 
just a little bit. I think there's only about 0.4 separating yeah. them in the rankings. So okay. maybe that would be enough to win to get Clay yeah. Battelle in. Clay Battelle right now, they're on the outside looking in. Yeah. And it's always tough when you're on the outside looking in. Don't be on the outside looking in with your nutrition. Be sure to stop off at Ohio Valley Nutrition for all of your dietary supplement needs. We don't want you guys on the outside looking in on your own health and your own nutrition. Yeah, they come up with a lot of stuff. They have the protein powders. Uh, they have s- some great multivitamins in, in these in the powders and even some, some creatine for some weight gain. And again, just be sure to stop out there. I mean, they'll, they'll be able to talk you through your nutrition needs, whatever you need. If you're looking to work, up, work out and bulk up a little bit or whether you're just looking to supplement your own daily vitamins, be sure to go head out there, talk yeah. to them. They're great people out there. They'll, they'll hook you up with what you're looking Stores for. Stores in St. Clairsville and Steubenville. OVAthletics.com coming back to you with our Pick'em segment. Uh, last week's winner with eight correct, correct picks and won the tiebreaker uh, be Big Red's Pride. Okay? Uh, our overall leader for the season is Huddle19, who holds just a three-point lead over, over Pride overall. So very close race there coming down to the end. Oh, yeah. Close, close one. Um, again, I'd just like to shout out to user John Marshall for you know, managing Absolutely. all this. It's Absolutely. fantastic work. Um, I was a lazy asshole and didn't get my stuff in last week, so uh, <laughs> apologies on that one. So I'm not on the spreadsheet anymore. But I kind of uh, never turn mine in because I don't want a public record of it, other than a streamcast. <laughs> mine are on proof. there. I think it's the one with all the zeros <laughs> under the win column. Okay, so uh, that brings us to our first pick of this week. We have Wheelersburg at Barnesville. Another tough pick. You know, you're getting to that point of the playoffs where, you know, you really need to play solid football. And I think Barnesville does play some solid football. Love going out to, to, to Barnesville and watching the Shamrocks play. Um, but I, I got to go with Wheelersburg. I, I think their offense is going to be a little too much for Barnesville to keep up with this week. Uh, sorry, Shamrocks, but I, I'm going with Wheelersburg. I kind of want to take Barnesville, but at the same time, the way my picks are going, I think I might jinx them if I take them and it'll go the other way. Um, I'm still going to take them. Barnesville, if you lose, it's not because of me. Okay, I'm just telling you. I'm taking Barnesville. I think Sounds they're like, going to get it done. Hey. I, I, they've been finding a way all year. They're going to find a way again this weekend. Jess Lone Wolf. I'm going Barnesville, too. I'm going Barnesville, too. Hey, after they won that milk jug, how can they lose now, right? Uh, I wish I had a better joke or yeah, statistic to run up there. But, hey, I'm going with Barnesville. Okay, comes to our second matchup. We have Bishop Hartley at Steubenville. Big red in this one. They're at home, Harding Stadium. It's first couple round of the playoffs. Steubenville doesn't lose. Yeah, I don't. I don't That's easy. Yeah, going to Harding, tough place to play. You mentioned it in an earlier segment. At those fans right there on you. It, it's a tough, tough place to play. Uh, Steubenville. Big red, big win. Moving on. Yeah, pretty straightforward. I mean, it's yeah. it's hard to pick against Coach Reno in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It just is. It just is. He gets those guys up all the time. Uh, my good friend Roger Micker. Huge Steubenville guy. I feel like he texts me Steubenville updates every week regardless of whether I ask for him or not. Uh, but he, th- he he thinks this might be the one. Which, when you talk to Steubenville fans, they always think this is the one. Yeah. But uh, he, he thinks this team might have a little bit of special juice going this year. And maybe it would be nice to see them make a run there. Definitely. Uh, our next pick we have Cambridge at East out of Columbus. Uh, East Tigers, I think, yeah. is their mascot name. Cambridge is going on the road. Um, they've had a great season. But, uh, you know, I think it ends here. I'm going with East out of Columbus. Yeah, as soon as you said they had a great season, we knew it was coming to an end. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on board with Jeff. East Columbus, I, I think they've been scoring a lot of points this year from what we've been yes, talking about. Yes, a lot of points. And uh, I, 
I think it's going to be a little bit tough for Cambridge to overcome. I, I, I think we're all in agreement on that one. I think, I think East, they just how many points they put up and how good their defense is. I think it's going to be hard for Cambridge to overcome. Mm-hmm. Nothing, to, nothing to, nothing to be upset with Cambridge. You guys had a great season. I mean, winning a game is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, our next game for a lot of weight for Lindsley. We have Lindsley at Morgantown. So you have Lindsley coming in with a win. They're going to be OVAC champions, and that's their championship. It is right. Their championship. That's their championship. Morgantown's not going to let it happen very easily. Nope. You know their their offense are going to run football. They're going to play tough defense, but Lindsay's just ready for just about anybody they play. I mean, with the schedule they've played and to manage that and to be eight and one at this point in the season, uh, I see Lindsay winning this one uh, by maybe a couple touchdowns. They're tough, and uh, they played John Marshall, who was down some players last week. And they just looked good. Uh, we were obviously down at a different game, but we watched some highlights. And I teach at John Marshall. I talked to some of the people that was in the building that coached there, and they were just—they were really—they really praised Lindsley and some of the athletes that they have. And for them to talk the way they did about some of those players, uh, they're impressive. I'm gonna go with Lindsley. As, as, sorry to interrupt Zach, but as I was told by somebody else today, that uh, you know some coaches think that they could play with anybody in the state of West Virginia. And that's up to and including Martinsburg. Yep. And so if, if you can play with them, they're tough. That, that'd they're be tough. tough. They're tough. Yeah. So I'd like to see that game. I'd like to see that game. Unfortunately, we're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let me let me get this straight. We're doing this pick right. Steubenville and Park played this year, right? Yes. How did that go for Park? Not well. Mm-mm. Not well, right? Park beat Morgantown, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So if Lindsley beat Steubenville, who beat Park, who beat Morgantown, Lindsay- I thought he was. A, <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was a science teacher, not a math teacher. Hey, transitive, transitive property here, Lindsley by a hundred. I think he went transitive's property. Hey, we're was, all coaches here. We know not to look at game. No, no, you can't look at it that way. But, but I mean, it's, it's lo- sort of logical. That one, it's kind of logical. Hey. You, you never want to get into the hey, this Th- team. This is coming from a former team. cadet, though. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing my orange and black glasses on this one. So it's hard to separate. But I still think this is Lindsley's championship game. They're gonna step up. They absolutely. If are. Coach Depew got them ready for Steubenville, he can get them ready for anybody. Heck, but, heck of a coach, doing a great job. Oh, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Doing a fantastic job. Hats off to Coach Depew. Yeah. So. In case I didn't make that clear, Lindsley by a hundred, not really, but significantly. Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, our next pick we have Canton South at Beaver Local. I'm going with Beaver Local. They're playing at home. It's the playoffs. Run the football. Win a game. Beaver Local over Canton South. I don't know much about Canton South. I didn't do a lot of homework this week, so I'm trusting your pick on this one. I'm gonna go with Beaver. Local oh, that that well. that would have worked out for you the past three or yeah, four weeks. Yeah, really. Jeff, you're you're a history guy. I am a history guy. So, do you know the city that the game of football was invented in? Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. I'm going Canton over Beaver Local. I, I, I just have this I just have this feeling. I, I, I know nothing <laughs> about them. Sometimes I like to lone wolf it over here. You know, my sarcastic ass off screen, you know, firing something out. I'm going Canton on this one. Is it I, that wolf beard you have there, Zach? It might be. Might okay. be. Might be that. But I'm going Canton. I don't know why. Uh, I, just, I just have a feeling. Birthplace of football. I think they're going to get it done on the road. There's got to be an upset on the road in the playoffs right. at some point. Um, I don't think there's been too, too many of them, at least in our local teams yet. I would like to see Beaver Local win, but I just don't think they get it done. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Just gut feeling. All right, we have Bishop Reddy at St. Clairsville. Okay, St. Clairsville, number one team in the region. They're coming in, playing Bishop Reddy, number nine team in the region. 
Um, but as you look at it, Bishop Reddy scoring a lot of points and not giving up any points. Um, you know, we've seen St. Clairsville play a couple times this year. Sometimes the offense sputtered a little bit in the passing game, and I know it's running game in the playoffs, and the running game's great, but I think Bishop Reddy might stack the box and be able to score enough. Uh, sorry, St. Clairsville, to beat the Red Devils at home. I, I'm going with Bishop Reddy, but I'm cheering for St. Clairsville from the opening kick Absolutely. until the clock goes off at the end. I'll be cheering for you, Red Devils. Um, my heart goes out there a little bit, worked over there, know a lot of the people over there, great people, great community. Um just got to go with Bishop Reddy. And I feel like I'm going to continue to apologize to the community of St. Clairsville for picking Bishop, which we are because we have sponsors out there, friends out there. We go out there. We watch the games. You have tremendous kids out there. We love covering stuff out St. Yeah. Clairsville. We're going to cover a lot of other sports out there with uh, wrestling season coming up and basketball. Can't wait to be inside the gym over there. Yeah. But uh, I think football team's days are over after this weekend. I'm lone wolfing over here. I'm picking with my heart over my head. St. Clairsville beating the team from Columbus. They're going to have a sorry trip back on 70 West. St. Clairsville. I think it's going to be a tight one. I hope you're right, Zach, and you keep beating us in the pickums. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's right. It's one of those, like, you know how I am. I'm an emotional person. I have a hard time sometimes. And St. Clairsville, they're tough to pick against. They are. And I I know you guys are both going Bishop here, but I I just feel like St. Clairsville on offense. Just has that little bit of maybe that spark. That well, they can run the ball. Yet. We've yeah, watched them run the ball, run the ball very I mean, well I mean, at times. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of those that yeah. if you can run the ball well, maybe set up a little bit of play action, maybe get a deep pass. It's one of those that could be that difference maker. I mean, you guys Did anybody check the weather for this weekend? I did What's not the weather? It's going to be pretty nice. Like pretty 70, nice. Okay, so no wind, no okay. rain. Yeah. Probably both non issue then. Yeah. No. Weather's going to be non issue a little bit there. Yeah, I'm going St. Clair's though, there still. Um, then we have uh, St. Paul at Southern Local. I'm going to Southern Local because they always come up on our High Valley stuff. I thought St. Paul was in Minnesota, so I'm going with Southern Local. I'm a religious guy, as you can tell, and anytime you start with the word saint, I'm going to go with that. Uh, except St. Clair's from the last yeah. pick, obviously. Almost I don't know anything about either team. I'm going with St. Paul. It's a guess I have. Yeah, I, I, again, this is one of those ones I looked at, and I mean, kudos to John Marshall for picking this game because this is one that's a tough yeah, pick. Yeah. Because I mean, I, he gets some doozies. Listen, yeah. people on the forums, I'm sure, know about some of the something about one mm. of these two teams because they seem to know seemingly amazing facts about teams. Constantly. Our fan base is very knowledgeable. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you read some of those posts, and if you don't go on the mess, our message board, go on to our message board. You learn a lot. I've had a lot of coaches come and tell me they scan the message board to get a little inside information. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. you have those teams that are talking yeah. about all that stuff. I mean, I know nothing about either of these teams. No, I don't. But Southern Local's my pick. We'll see whether that matters or not. Okay. We'll see if Tom continues his uh, you know, going with religious teams or not. As we have Worthington Christian traveling to Bel Air. Well, I'll go first, Tom, and I'll save you the, the heartache. Bel Air, the Big Reds, Roosevelt's, and Spaghetti. Uh, I think you're going to keep getting Spaghetti over at the Roosevelt and Bel Air. But I think their season ends maybe on Saturday. I'm taking Worthington Christian. Sorry, Bel Air. Great community. Great stadium, great spaghetti at Roosevelt, but I'm going with Worthington Christian. I'm going to have to give Neil a call and see if we can't meet up at Roosevelt before the game on uh, Saturday at 1.30 again. Is that what it is? Uh, or did they announce the time yet? Uh, I, I, 
I, I think Jeff and I said that it was listed at seven o'clock. We know that's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. Thing. So I think it's interesting. Again, I'm gonna talk about our message boards a little bit. Interesting post on our message board this week. I don't know if you guys paid attention to it or not. It was a discussion about Belair and the light situation that they have over there. Yeah. They, they have a booster that's a member that is one of our members, and they talk about it's not a money issue. There's other things going on. So I don't know what it is. And they talked about uh, the rumor uh, about you can't build lights yeah. over there, and they said it's just a rumor, not true. Okay. I don't know what the story is. It, keep filling us in on that message board. I've been reading that. I've been following along. I'd like to learn a little bit more about that situation. Yeah. But whatever it is, um, th- there's a little, like, I don't know how you want to say it, but a human story to Bel Air this year. Okay. And yeah. I don't know. I think the team's going to rally around a couple of their players. I think they're going to get one. And I'm, I know I'm going against the – the religious thing. I, I, I only Again, for the for second one. time out of three games. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I might, I might not get back into church Sunday. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll have to find a new one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with Belair. I, th- I think the team's going to yeah. rally. And after what they went through last weekend with a bunch of yeah. not nice situations, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I think they're, they're going to be disciplined. They're, they're going to be ready to play. Yeah. I mean, when you see a team... One side has a ton of unsportsmanlike yeah. and unnecessary roughness. You don't see the article saying that Bel Air was retaliating. It shows that they're disciplined. Yep. It shows that they have what it takes. I think Jeff's pick is going to get roasted like a ghoul's hot dog. Ooh. Just to the point of crispy deliciousness. Jeff's pick's roasted. Bel Air's winning. Bel Air's winning. Uh, so we have another interesting pick here. Another set of teams that I don't know a whole lot about this year. We have Payton City. Valley Wetzel. I'm going to go Valley Wetzel over the Wildcats. I know Valley's been down a little bit this year. The program's been down a little bit. Uh, Peyton City has won a couple games this year, but I just got to go Valley Wetzel. I got to go with the Lumberjacks. Maybe it's just because I like the nickname. Great nickname. Yeah. We played some kids from Valley at one point in yes. our career when yeah. it was Short Line. Short Line, yeah. yeah. Ooh, didn't go so well for us. The, no, the, not at all. The, those kids on that team made Zach look like a punter or a kicker. I'm telling you. And this, this and was they were middle they, school. Team. Yeah, they were middle school. Good Lord. Uh, I don't know a lot about either team as well. Who did we watch against Cameron? Was that Valley? We watched Valley, yes. Yeah, Valley they has hung that with them quarterback. For half. They yeah, hung they hung with them for, them for a while. And yeah. I, I tell you what, that quarterback slash running mm-hmm. back, what they moved him yeah. around, I thought, a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's not of an athlete. I think he's going to be the difference maker. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I apologize. I don't remember the kid's name. If you happen to do, yeah, I, I do not. Um, we, you know, they had a, they had also had a running back that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, you could too. read a past article, and the running yeah. back was pretty nice. I think they have a couple players. I think they'll get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad was a huge, huge Monty Python fan. And one of the best skets, sketches, whatever, I'm going with it. You can leave my cut, and I'm not like Jeff or Tom. I don't have to get mine out of there. <laughs> but one of the skits is, I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay. Valley Wetzel, you're lumberjacks, yeah. you're okay. Straightforward, Valley Wetzel. All right, our uh, last game, we have Parkersburg South at Princeton. I know about both teams. That's why I'm going to pick Parkersburg South. They're going to keep rolling. Keep that number one ranking. They're going to be the number one ranked team in the West Virginia SSAC playoff rankings when they come out. So they're going to get a couple home games. Uh, and you never know. Maybe play over on the island come to the first weekend of December. Which will be there for that. Yes. But I'm, I'm hoping Parkersburg South wins because I want to go get some more wings. I want to meet the nice people down in Parkersburg oh. again. Might get steak on a stick. I don't know what it's going to be. But it's going to be good times yeah. down in uh, South again. Wonderful trip. Wonderful yeah, trip. Yeah, that was a great there. trip. We saw... 
drivers are usually a little bit crazy, but yeah. we, we experienced we saw some, some. That was, very, on, the Ohio, that was very, on the Ohio side, I, I very, believe. Very crazy drivers yeah. uh, and some incredible wildlife on yeah. the way home as well. Our, our Jeff and I's trips are usually pretty pretty interesting yeah. to say the least when we go to high school football games and the south trip did not let us down read yeah. you read more about that come tomorrow uh, we'll get that article up as soon as possible we was a little bit busy this week with rebuilding the f- front end of the website and everything so got behind a little bit on that yeah but south is definitely going to do it they they, they played very well against park they did uh, they have a nice team nice yeah. team there's one thing that is an absolute certainty is that i love chaos and nothing would create chaos amongst the top of the mm. SSAC playoff rankings than Parkersburg South losing. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but I'm going out on a wild card here. Let's say Princeton rallies. They they beat that team to knock, knock off Parkersburg South. I'm going to go Princeton here, just for the sheer semblance of chaos and letting you guys have a chance to sort of work your way back in the rankings here in our pick'em segment. Well... I know the flu's going around school, Zach, and RSV's going around the school. You have something. I'm not sure what it is, but you've got something going on. Chaos. I want chaos. I want to, I want to see it happen. I want to see what would happen in the rankings. There's a well-known website where you can go punch in the playoff machine. Go check that out. Throw some crazy scenarios out there. Post mm-hmm. them on our forums. Hey, this is a crazy scenario where this team that's in the 20 seed could work their way in. I'd love to hear that. I love that sort of stuff. You know, I... Jeff teases me all the time because I'm a Browns fan. So there were times where I'd be like, oh, well, they just need this team to lose, this team to tie, and another team to kick an extra field goal, and then they're in. Like, I would love to see a kind of crazy scenario like that. Princeton win and maybe shuffle up a little bit of the AAA rankings there. Usually easy to tease a Browns fan, but we're going to give them a lot of credit. They had yeah. a ni- We filmed on Tuesday, so they had a nice night last night. Hey, it was a, it was a treat for me, not a trick this, yeah. this Halloween. Um, our tiebreaker this week is the Bishop Hartley and Steubenville game. So the score of the Bishop Hartley Steubenville game. I'm going to go Steubenville 35, Bishop Hartley 17. I think it'll be a little lower scoring than that. I'll go 28, Steubenville. I'll go 14 on Bishop. I also have 28 for Steubenville, but I have uh, Hartley getting 21. I've got 28 21. I got a tight game. Um, or yeah. maybe Steubenville shuts it down and. Hartley scores one late in the game and a little bit of garbage mm-hmm. time there. Anything's a possibility. Again, if there's if there's a game to go to this week, if you're a big Ohio Ohio playoff fan, that's one to go to. Um, I think Steubenville's awesome. It's a it's a fun environment. Um, friend of mine, again that I shouted out earlier, loves talking about how standing room only playoffs up there that they'll sell extra tickets just so you can come in and stand there mm-hmm. and watch the watch the game. Great environment. That wraps up our pick-ems. Yeah, and now that we're done with our pickums, you need to pick them yourself up some nutritional needs at Ohio Valley Nutrition. Yep. They have some great protein uh, shakes. They have some great multivitamins and some creatine powder or anything else you'd want over there for your nutritional needs. Go see them in St. Clairsville. Go see them in Steubenville. They'll talk you through anything you want to do. If you, you want to build some bulk and some muscle, they'll help you out. If, if you just want some multivitamins, make yourself a little healthier, maybe not catch this flu and stuff that's going around, Get yourself some multivitamins over to High Valley Nutrition. Or whatever craziness you think I picked with Princeton's pick. It'll definitely help you out. All three of these products are my product. I take them. I can swear by them. Amazing taste. Okay. I, I love what's in it, but if it tastes like crap. And what's this one again, Tom? This one's the, the cinnamon cereal crunch. Cinnamon cereal crunch. I put it in almond milk. That's just the way I like it because I like a little bit thicker of something rather than water. And I still watch carbs. I'm a keto guy. 
and it does. It tastes just like that milk that, that's left in the bowl after you eat the cereal. And I tell you what, that's nice for me because I don't get a lot of sweets in my yeah. life anymore. So to have a little treat like that on the daily, yeah. it helps. Yeah. It helps. OVAthletics.com streamcast coming back. Um, we're going to do a fan question that we got asked last week. We had some fan questions, and um, we're also going to do some uh, updates on our website. We've had some updates. We're Absolutely. Talk about so those. I know Tom was working a little bit on the back end a little bit this week, and what he did was he started or front front end, and then back a little bit of week. back end this week, and then a little bit of a message board up rehaul. Um, they added in uh, they added in Notre Dame, and they added in UFC as our honor message board. So be sure to hop in those. Comment if you're like me, just go into the Notre Dame board and post the Marshall score. I'm sure that's fun for you guys, right? I don't remember the Marshall game, Zach. <laughs> Is that like a blank spot in your memory just blocked out from sheer rage? It must be. It must be a weekly thing for you for the Browns. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, but um, so what we did was I went on the forums and I posted to ask our fans, uh, fans or commenters, if you will, um, just for some ideas for some Q&A, just some stuff to sort of fill up this fourth segment with stuff. Yeah. And uh, we had an awesome uh, question slash discussion prompt given to us by uh, user John Marshall. Um, and he sort of threw out there, what's one of your favorite moment, moments at, either as a coach or as a player that you were involved with? And so I know you and I are both talkers, Jeff. Yes. We could both talk for days and days and days about you know different coaching memories and things. So we're going to hype up Jeff's for next week. So just remember... This is our hype-up segment here. So if Jeff doesn't follow through with a great uh, story next week, we all know who to blame. Yes. And it's not me. And it's um, not me either, because I'm never to blame. So it must be Tom's fault then. Yeah, it'll yeah. be Tom's okay. fault. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, but so what I did was I went and went back, and I dug back in the memory banks a little bit. I ended up digging, uh, looking for some articles, uh, and I'm going back to a coaching memory. Um my high school playing career was filled with aggressive mediocrity, uh, so I'm going towards my coaching days. Uh, back in my first year coaching at Bishop Donahue, uh, 2015, I was right out of college in my first year of teaching, first year of coaching. Um, my father-in-law, uh, John Dardinas, brought me on to be an assistant coach there. Uh, I'll always shout out to him for giving me that opportunity. Never had coached football before in my life. Really awesome year that year. Um, anybody who I coached on that team remembers this game. Bishop Donahue traveling to Clarksburg, Notre Dame that, that season. We had won a couple of games in sort of some comeback fashion that year. A lot of uh, heart stoppers. Um, really, really good team. A uh, bunch of really good kids on there. When we played this game, Jeff, how many teams do you know that are down 21-0 to at halftime but end up coming back to win the game? Not too many. So this three touchdowns is a big comeback. Three touchdowns is a, is a huge comeback. I mean, we had some great kids on that team that sort of rallied together. We twenty one zero. We were down at halftime. We made a bunch of mistakes. We shot ourselves in the foot. I remember Coach D talking on the sidelines on the headsets just about thing, just stupid mistakes that we were making. We had a lot of really really great kids, but uh, Noah Martin was our quarterback that year. He had just transferred down from John Marshall. Had come to Bishop. Um, Noah, a to... Noah, Noah played for, for me at Sherrard, and I, I get to see Noah on a weekly basis now uh, at church, so it's really nice to see him. So Noah was our quarterback the, that year, and he threw um, a few interceptions in the first half. Clarksburg Notre Dame um, capitalized on those. And, again, obviously, if you're down 21-0, some things aren't going right. Yeah. And at halftime, the kids started hanging their heads a little bit, and – you know, me being the young, rambunctious coach that I was, I was like, we're winning this thing. I was like, let's go. Let, we're, let's get fired up. You know, I was 
really excited on the sidelines. I was like, let's go. Come on, guys. We can win this. And I just had this feeling. We played that year. We played on Fairmont University or Fairmont uh, Senior. Fairmont College's oh, Fairmont field. College. Okay. Fairmont College's field. And the locker room was kind of a hike. I remember when we got dropped off, it was a little bit of a hike over to the field. So we had a lot of our stuff. We didn't go back to the locker room. They have a track that goes around the football field. And there was a little pit off to the side, almost like where you would do high jump. Yeah. And Coach D tells him, hey, don't go this far. We're just going to go right here. And I just remember this feeling as I'm walking over there. I'm telling a couple kids, hey, I think we're going to win this. And Coach D just goes, looks around and he says, guys, we've been in a couple games that we've been down before. We had a couple games where we had fallen a score or two behind. None that we had fallen three scores behind. We're going to come together. We're going to rally. It's going to happen. And I just had that feeling. I was fired up. The kids got fired up. We come out in the second half. Our first offensive possession, Jeff, would you like to guess what happens? Turnover? Noah throws an interception. Oh, my. Kills, kills the first drive. But our defense manages to hold on. It doesn't let Clarksburg score off that turnover. It was tough. After that, however... Noah began to rally. He bounced back, and he led us on an 11-play, 48-yard drive that ended when he scored on a three-yard keeper. So he ends up scrambling, gets us a touchdown. Um, we ended up failing at the two-point conversion, I believe. Uh, but the team really rallied together. Our defense started to nail it down. Um, Junior Holmes and Dylan Druschel both played fantastic that game. Um, Dylan Druschel had a huge sack at one point to kill a drive. They were starting to move the ball on us a little bit. Um, but just a really, really great game. We ended up coming back to win. 22 to 21 in the second half. Wow. 22 to 21. Our defense pitched a shutout the whole second half. Our offense played exceptionally well. Um, again, the Clarksburg paper, literally, this I, I'm doing an exact quote from the Clarksburg paper here. Yeah. Martin shook off the turnovers, regrouped, and led a second-half Bishop rally that left Notre Dame flat-footed and in disbelief. They 22 unanswered points in a little less than 13 minutes. 13 minutes was that comeback. I mean, huge. Martin threw for 250 yards and a touchdown, ran for two more. J.C. Custer had eight passes for 121 yard, or yards, and that put us to 3-0 and that year. It was a great season for us. We ended up, unfortunately, falling to um, East Hardy in the playoffs that yeah. year in a really tough game. But I think that, that game just sort of sticks in my mind as one of those early in my coaching career where you see what happens when your team rallies. They all come together and sort of – Pitch it together. I mean, kids on that team, we had Dylan Druschel, J.C. Custer, Trey Miller, um, Vinny Mangino, Noah Martin, Tyler Warble, Junior Holmes, Matt Wesolowski, Logan Wells, Jimmy Hall, a bunch of really, really good kids. A bunch of kids that if you were ever around Marshall County football at any point, those are those are names that you know. Yeah. I mean, tons of them. Tons of those kids were Sherrard kids at one point. I mean, just great kids. And it's just one of those that sticks in my mind. Just that feeling. At halftime, where it's so easy for those kids to sort of have that wind fall out of their sails. Hey, this is a 21-0 game. We're not coming back from this. But to come back to win 22-21. to I know for a fact, players that were on that team have called Coach D in the last three or four years and asked for DVDs of the game. That's how special it was to those kids. And it's really special to me because that's one of those first moments where I looked at all around and just saw the strength of our coaching staff, strength of our kids. I mean, you don't come back from a 21-0 deficit without being impressive. And it just stuck with me forever. And it's one of those wins that I'll honestly forever for the rest of my life. And, and I notice sometimes even on our message boards at ovathletics.com that there's announcements of games that are uploaded to YouTube. Have you ever noticed that? I have noticed uh, that. There's like yeah. older games uploaded yep. to YouTube. So possibly maybe someday this might be a game that's uploaded to YouTube. Well, at some point. so my father-in-law, um, him and I, when Bishop Donahue, unfortunately was, you know, un unsanctimoniously closed early, but that's a topic for another, uh, another day. Yeah. Um, he had, we downloaded pretty much 
all the film we could off Huddle. Yeah. He has literally a binder case of DVDs of film. So if you're a Bishop fan that wants to find a film when Coach D was coaching, once we had started having DVDs of everything, he's got a ton of games. So yeah. there's there's a chance that if you're interested, you can reach out to me and I potentially could get you on. I don't want to make any promises because I don't yeah. know everything that we have. Yeah. But we have a lot of those games. Um, that one in particular is one that stuck with me. Um, I almost dug the DVD player out to get it, but I was able to find the one uh, article that I was able to pick some stats through. I, okay. That was one of those that really the emotion of the game sort of yeah. stuck with me more so than the statistics. I'm very much an emotional person when I coach. I remember the feel. I remember the atmosphere more so than the numbers. Yeah, And that was just one of those games that stuck with me forever. And early on in my coaching career sort of, help define how I can help kids rally at halftime. There wasn't a beat down. There wasn't a ripping. It was, hey, guys, let's just do our game. Let's do what we're going to do, and we can move forward together. Yeah, Zach, that's such a great moment. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and like Coach Sokovic said, we, we got to coach a lot of those kids that you mentioned, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great kids. I actually saw some of the kids from that team out. Uh, I was out to lunch with, with my parents and saw them at Van Dyne's, and <laughs> – just the looks on their face when I stopped and talked to them and just the interest that they had in my life. Not only, you know, I had interest in their lives, but right. they want to know more about me, I think, than I want to know about them, which just says a lot about them. Um, you know, just a great group of kids. Yeah, another thing that really stuck out with me that season, so we weren't sure how we were going to do in the playoffs that year. That that year, I was uh, sk- we were planning a wedding. I was getting married to my wife that year. And I remember us having to schedule our rehearsal dinner on a Thursday night as opposed to a Friday night yes. because... If we would have beat East Hardy, we would have been playing a football playoff game on the weekend of my wedding. <laughs> so we scheduled our rehearsal dinner for a Thursday instead of a normal Friday yes. because we would have been the lower seats. If we would have won. We would have requested a Friday night game yeah. just so we would make sure it wasn't a Saturday so we wouldn't have a... You wouldn't uh, miss your wedding. Wouldn't have a chance to yeah, have... And uh, with, with her dad being coach, I, I don't know if either one of you would have been at the wedding, Zach. Oh, so, to, so that was the plan. We were our, It was always our goal to play that one on a Friday night. Yeah. Unfortunately, the cards didn't play out for us to still be playing that weekend. Yeah. Um, I think there were some stories of some coaches sitting out in a parking lot listening to an East Hardy Wheeling Central game on a, uh, <laughs> on a radio to hear the result of that game, which I don't think went well for Wheeling Central, if I remember correctly. But yeah. that's a story for another time. Um, again, we have this Q&A thread. It was awesome. There were a lot of really good suggestions. There are some that were posted um, that I missed because I had a busy week yeah. or so after I posted that. Um, one of which was our um, suggestion for sort of not necessarily an all-Valley team, but if we were to build an all-Valley team. And I'll let you sort of feel a little bit of what yeah. we're thinking there, Jeff. Yeah, with, with the all-Valley team, I think we'd like to take us a couple different directions. Uh, we'd like to throw it out to you. I mean, people that have seen a lot of the games, that seen that have seen these teams, and we're going to throw out um, and make some threads on our message board, uh, and we're going to have some votes. And we're going to create an all-Valley team here at uh, ovathletics.com. Uh, but we'd like your input. So you're, you're going to have some input in this, and we're going to have some input in this. And let's put together a great all-Valley team and recognize these kids for their accomplishments. And then I know, like we sort of threw out at the beginning of the segment, we've been doing a lot of work on the site. Be sure to check out our site. Um, tons of new things moving on. Um, tons, tons of things that have happened even since lunch today. Like I was talking to Tom before the we started recording, and he's like, yeah, we changed the stuff. Did you see that? I was like, no, I didn't see yeah. that. And I was on there at lunchtime. So be sure to check out new things that are happening the, all the time. The new logo. Here yeah, there we go. The new yeah, logo. check out the new logo. The new color scheme we yeah. got going on a little bit here on the streamcast. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got new stuff happening all the time. And we just want to keep it fresh and yeah, updated. Absolutely. If you have any suggestions, comments, please let us know on the message boards yeah, on I mean, Facebook. Reach I mean, out to us. When new stuff pops up, I mean, new stuff pops up all the time. Yeah. You know, one thing you don't want to pop up 
You don't want malnourishment or poor nutrition to pop up. So Not be at sure, all, Zach. You don't want that to happen. So be sure to check, visit our friends at Ohio Valley Nutrition for all your nu- nutrition, supplement, and protein needs. Yeah, they have uh, great things over there. Be willing to help you out. They know their products. So if you want to go in, you want to get a multivitamin, they might set you up with a multivitamin uh, like the Sports Formula 99. You might be looking for some protein powder, some creatine. They got all kinds of great stuff over there. Visit them at St. Clairsville. Visit them at Steubenville. uh, And they'll they'll be more than willing to help you out and and get you set up with whatever you need. And for that, we'll sign off for this week's streamcast. Jeff, it's always great sitting here talking sports with you every week. Zach, great talking to you. Great seeing you. Thanks for the hospitality. Thanks, Anna, again. Absolutely. uh, You know, for for lending your house for us for a couple hours here and letting us do our thing. And then I'm going to be sure to just sort of shout out here. Be sure to like and subscribe to our video on YouTube. It helps us build our audience. Um, We post to um, all the major podcast networks, sure, as well. Be sure to rate and review us there as well. Um, When you rate us, it lets us uh, pop up more on people's algorithms, lets us be seen more and heard more, which is always fantastic. So, you know, like, subscribe. All that stuff that you normally hear people end podcasts with. I just figured I'd throw that out here at the end. Like, subscribe, rate us, anything you can. Comment on our videos, comment on the forums. Let us know. We love hearing from you guys. We're a team here working on the streamcast, working on ovathletics.com. Be part of our team and reach out. Yeah. Thanks, Ohio Valley. Until next week. Thanks, guys.